0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to Nodes in the Net, a weekly, tangential, irreverent conversation that caters to the interests of liminal trickster mystics like you and like JT. uh, (laughs) JT is, of course, the newest Adeptus Maker, and I think I'm going to start this as a tradition where when a new Adeptus Maker joins the team... Uh, They get a Nodes in the Net episode to sort of reintroduce themselves to the community. Like a, I don't know, it feels almost like a baptism sort of episode. Uh, Something that now that he's been initiated, it's almost like meeting a new person. That sounds really weird. I'm sick. I think it's COVID. I really am not feeling well. Uh, So (laughs) thankfully, I'm introducing JT, who needs no introduction. He's been on 20 or so episodes of Nodes in the Net, helping me co-host and launch the project and helping me co-host and launch the creek masons and helping me co-host and launch the discord like just everything he's he's uh, a wonderful human being and you're gonna love hearing from him in this episode and in order to uh you know plug the creek mason stub stack this week i'm gonna actually read one of his poems Uh, which was posted today. Happy Halloween, by the way. Ha ha ha. A lunar lunacy contribution made by JT about patience versus urgency. That was our prompt last full moon. And I think uh, you're gonna enjoy it. And then, you know, like I said, this is gonna be a super short intro because I feel like garbage. Uh, But all the better for you. You get to listen to this episode with JT uh, much sooner, which is a good thing. You can go to creekmasons.substack.com to read more of the poems. There's one by me and one by Amos J. Hunt, who you may remember from about a dozen episodes back or so. And uh, and you should join the Discord and write a poem of your own. Let's get you published. Uh, But for today, let's listen to this poem by J.T. called Stillness and Movement. They tell me nothing to do, nothing left undone, but where's the doing done? When to do and when to don't. Pushing harder barely keeps the boat afloat. What the fuck is it rockin' for Moving forward in a collar Though I urgently go from to and fro The waste haste makes, takes paces away Two steps toward and three away Maybe stay and play, let's wait today Leaving space, my grace, why run in place Do a moonwalk or a running man And calm down, fam i just know i did not do that poem the justice it deserves apologies jt i think it's a wonderful piece of art but thankfully i'm gonna let you speak for yourself for the rest of this episode so listeners please do enjoy JT, <laughs>
1: what's
0: up, my friend, my my original node, my first follower. That's kind of weird to say my first follower, but like the archetypal first follower, first, the hype man, first cult uh, member. And first, yeah, first, first, uh, sacrificee in the volcano. Uh, yeah, when do we
2: get to eat the like? When are we drinking goat's blood and shit?
0: Uh, that's the next meeting. We'll we'll do that yeah. at the at the cool. Adeptus Maker meetings, which you are now uh, oh, exist because there's two Adeptus Makers and you're one of them. And yeah, uh, I'm very excited to drink blood with you.
2: Yeah, that sounds cool. Never like, yeah, I've never been in like a serious uh, cult like that. So I don't know. I've been <laughs> like trying. I've been asking. Yeah, beating the
1: street, uh, interviewing yeah. with a lot of cult.
2: Um, I guess so. Yeah, a couple. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I haven't like, I haven't been like pursuing it as aggressively as I have for as much as like I kind of want to go through the process. Um, like you had to like nudge me into the like Creek Mason's uh adeptus maker zone. But, yeah, yeah. There's something like super appealing but super hesitant about being in a cult, um, or something. Stop I'm super hesitant about. But. <laughs> it's not a cult. You like? I don't know. You're talking about drinking blood and stuff.
0: You brought that up, I, and I thought it was satire. <laughs> oh yeah, it's just a bit. I don't know. It's a bit. We're not a cult, and I, I would prefer. I think one of the like. <laughs> Some characteristics. Like a cult leader would of, say we're not a cult, I feel like. God damn it! <laughs> it's
1: like
0: you remember. You remember like back in the early 2000s, like hipsters exploded onto the scene, and uh, one of the like key characteristics, the identifying qualities of a hipster, was that they would say they were not a hipster. Right.
1: And so you like. Yeah
0: anyone who like too aggressively protested that they were a hipster was like definitely a hipster. So I got around That's that what back then saying. by saying like, Oh yeah, I'm a hipster, which like, mm. you know, like catch 22 disqualifies me from being a hipster, but I'm, I'm feeling a lot of resistance <laughs> to doing that <laughs> with, with being a cult. I like, I don't, th- I, I don't <laughs> think I'm enough to be a guru. I don't, just, I don't see myself. Yeah, I mean,
2: agreed. Being in
0: that role.
2: What'd you say? I said, yeah, I agree. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. I'm, t- the, I'm just yeah, super unlikable, the... right?
2: <laughs> you don't have that like <laughs> ultimate daddy charm to be to be a cult leader, exactly. So,
0: I think that's different. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. In a in a way, like all social media influencers are cult leaders. You know, if if you like, if you want to apply that lens to society, you can find cult leaders everywhere. They're CEOs, they're influencers, they're public intellectuals, they're yeah. celebrities of any kind. They're all no doubt. politicians. They're all like different kinds of cults. Um, For sure. Yeah, but
1: I like I, that lens I a hope lot.
0: That I hope that you joining will be a counterbalance to the, you know, like benevolent dictator temptation that hmm. that is thrust upon me, often by the people who belong to the Creek Masons. But I I I trust you to remain a ballast who, who keeps me tied to the earth. Like even just in our Adeptus sure. Maker meeting so far, you've been very vocal about us maintaining transparency and democracy. And I think that's really helpful and valuable. Yeah. Well, cool. Thanks.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think
2: like whenever we started, I don't know, whenever you like, when did you like start the discord, even like having something like a discord community is like a microcosm of all of this stuff too. Like the people who are around first or the person who creates it is like, it's so easy to just like create that hierarchy in our minds be like, oh yeah, mm. you're in charge of everything, you're doing everything. Like I'm just here hanging out. Um, definitely anytime I'm on someone's like social media page, especially someone with a lot of followers, it's like there's some kind of social like inbuilt thing that is just like, oh, like they're superior to me. I like <laughs> unconsciously for sure a lot of the time. Uh, and yeah. I think that's like been you know, i picked that up through the culture, but yeah, there's definitely, I definitely have that feeling of like, I don't want to say inferiority, but like looking up to people who are like yeah. famous or are like have a bunch of social media follows and stuff. Um,
0: right. It's like, yeah, it's, it's a funny, not It's a funny phenomenon. Yeah, totally. It's not necessarily like inferiority, but it's like subservience or sub- like a, a a hierarchical, you mm-hmm. know, directional like lowerness, you know, like you're dire- looking yeah. up to them. And you have thirty million followers on TikTok. Like you're, you know, you're you're valued by society in a way that I'm not, right? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Which
1: is like true. Done with There's a
2: certain type of value. I think we're. I'm kind of over it. Well, certain aspects of it. I mean. The, yeah, the, the part that's like valuing people as humans as like less valuable humans, um, because they have less TikTok followers. Uh, I think we're cool. over that, but <laughs> it's <laughs> such a, like, it's such a powerful, like societal thing that's gone. that's yeah. been, that we've been working with for so long. It's like, I think there's a little bit of, like lag time on like a, a, so many people are, are like not into that, but we're still like, we're still swimming in the like river of, you know,
1: hierarchical. Yeah. Dogma old, or sure. whatever.
2: Yeah. 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 So might be a minute yeah. before we've like I entered agree. that internet age. But of Like where it's it. really democracy.
0: Yeah. Right. Oh, or so, well, you know, you've got uh, like during the pandemic. You remember when all the celebrities got together and sang like John Lennon, and yeah, you remember that. Or even yeah. even more recently, <laughs> Oprah and um, was it like Oprah and The Rock or something? I don't remember exactly who it was. They like made a you know, collab video on TikTok or something that was like asking for donations for uh victims of the maui fires that just happened Mm. and everybody was like damn oprah read the room (laughs) you know like you're not (laughs) wanted right now where Uh, like she was a god or a goddess or whatever like you know 20 years ago um Hmm. and that like that kind of like hero worship of oprah like particularly her as a as an archetype of like yeah you know someone that really drew a lot of adoration and and, uh, influence Um, Hmm. to see her like pilloried by social media for, for attempting to lead something uh, pro-social like this when there's like, you know, real, real activists doing real things who people wanted to give more attention to.
2: Well, yeah, that's interesting to me too, because like, it's like that event or things like that, uh, you know humanitarian aid that's like you know of this kind of go fund me sort of nature yeah like i don't know we all like we all want to help in whatever way we can people who are being negatively affected by like climate change or any sort of like disaster situation um so it's mm-hmm. like i don't know i didn't i wasn't that wasn't like in my Like internet algorithms so i didn't like see any of that negative attention that she got but it's just yeah that's funny to me because it seems like an area where like even if she is like getting more attention don't we want to be isn't that something where like we want to be supporting those people was it like a look at me i'm a i'm a humanitarian kind of thing or
0: yeah it's kind of like people are rejecting uh celebrities inserting themselves into situations uh-huh. where they you know like i guess it, it it's like a cynical attitude like you're you're here to uh look to appear humanitarian yeah. and not to you know like how much of your i think oprah is a billionaire right like how much of yeah. your money is going to mal you know all right. Are you gonna match donations or like, what's the what's the deal here? You know, are you gonna like and proportionally like match leader.
2: donations? If I give fifteen dollars, are you <laughs> gonna give like four hundred thousand, like <laughs> or whatever?
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then there's like people in in our ecosystem of podcasts who, who uh. Their like fan bases attempt to apply the guru label to them, like Jessa Reed or Duncan Trussell or Douglas Rushkoff. Um, and you hear, uh, used to be Russell Brand, I don't know about him anymore, but th- you used to hear a lot of like, no, 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 we're not doing the guru thing. And like <laughs> the abdication and the reluctance to accept that role in a community. Uh, yeah. Which yeah. is, I, I don't know. That's that's what I try to embody as well. But it's like, I think that there's, I don't know, like maybe some spiral dynamics explanation for the fact that like a lot of people right now are uh, sort of becoming less invested in the like authoritarian because that's what it is. You're, you're giving like mm-hmm. authorship authority to, yeah. Uh, yeah to these like heroes i I think people are becoming yeah i do
2: i like how those yeah i like how those folks handle like celebrity or whatever duncan especially because like everything he does is a joke and like yeah taking you know calling his fan base like the family and shit like that i like (laughs) 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 it feels like yeah i like i am running a digital cult but also like i'm gonna just point at it and say that and then it like kind of dissolves his ability if he even if he wanted to or could to like become an actual cult leader because he's like yeah these are my children
0: all of my listeners (laughs) my wonderful children my sweet babies Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, That's a really good point. Like the tricksterness of it, this is something Charles Eisenstein talked about. Like the tricksterness of it, uh it like it um the sort of fascism that a real cult exhibits is allergic to Mm -hmm. that like trickster mockery. Uh like a like Manson wouldn't have been able to like undermine his own authority by like, you know, joking about whatever, you know, it, it, like in one of the characteristics of like true cults is that there's like certain topics that are taboo to criticize. Yeah. And like, I don't see that in uh, any of those people's <laughs> communities that I just mentioned. There's a pretty universal, uh, you know, like
1: tricksterdom, it, just levity. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Did
0: you want to draw a tarot at the beginning or or towards the end? Uh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like a natural <laughs> play. I know. Yeah. I, I want to respect for that it. you. Like you have your own deck, and you wanted to like. Yeah, bust I have it a out. secret.
2: I have a secret card uh, for myself mostly. Um, but we can. A maybe I'll reveal card. that at the end. Yeah. <laughs> I drew a card (laughs) while we were like getting (laughs) online. So (laughs) I might keep that to myself in my own, uh, yeah. in my own like secret cult ritual. (laughs) (laughs) Cool.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Do we want, do we want one for the, for the podcast? What what, what do you think about that? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Uh, Sorry, you can edit that out. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, you... My computer's been all weird, so I don't have Discord open.
0: Um, oh, okay. you want to draw one? I gotcha. So you drew, I gotcha, you drew one, uh, like... I was just a, memeing. Like a queer yeah. intern, uh, uh Sure, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll maybe a, a private
2: a... card. I don't know. I haven't decided
0: yet. Well, this is appropriate to the last three minutes of conversation. We drew the hanged man. Uh, Nice. (laughs) I think that's the noise. Uh. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That's the noise. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's what it reminds me of. Mm. Uh, Let's see. I'm going to look up the hanged man. I have gotten it a couple times, but it's not one that I have, like, the the uh, keywords memorized on. It is, like, though, like, it's a guy who's kind of, like, upside down. His legs are sort of in a figure four, and one of them mm. is, uh, like, tied to maybe a crucifix, maybe a tree, like, some sort of long vertical board and uh there's sort mm-hmm. of, like leaves coming down and he's he's got like a an aura about his head and his hands are behind his back maybe they're tied there maybe he's just kind of like relaxed in that position like uh military kind of parade rest situation or or whatever it is at ease mm-hmm. i think is the one where you get to put your hands behind your back
2: oh uh-huh
0: um so yeah, it's kind that. of like it's like surrender letting go uh it's, it's about taking a pause and finding new perspectives. And then in the reverse, which we also sometimes play with on the podcast, it's about delays and resistance, stalling, indecision. Um, so yeah, I thought that was kind of funny because we were both like stalling for a minute there <laughs> while we uh, <laughs> were deciding which one of us was going to draw a card. Yeah. <laughs> So does it bring up anything for you?
2: Well, the first thing for me is I I have this, like, maybe it's, like, cultural baggage or, like, just my lack of familiarity with tarot. Um, So many of these cards just, like, feel kind of icky. Oh, yeah. Or, like, negative, I guess. So looking at the imagery, for me, it's like, okay, it's a guy being hanged or even, like, the name of the card yeah um, it's a dude being hanged, and like all the associations with that are like punishment, like especially like punishment in like a social realm, like getting yeah like sacrificed, and you mentioned yeah, the crucifix, like the card feels almost like they're being hanged from a crucifix, but like not quite, yeah, um and then right. like but there's also this kind of like relaxed sort of like allowing it to happen feel to me that I really like um yeah so yeah i'm trying to like i'm trying to like twist or like alchemize that idea that i have with a lot of the cards into something more like curious positive um and moving from like someone receiving punishment into something that i like latched onto just reading the description of the card while you were talking is Mm. that it's about surrender and like yeah. sacrificing yourself for the greater good. Um, mm. um kind of makes me think of this like celebrity being like let go of in general. Um just tying it back to whatever we were talking mm. about at the beginning. Um yeah. That just feels like connected
1: somehow to me. Yeah, but yeah, a big theme
2: for me is like turning in my mind things that are like unknown or feel kind of negative of the tarot, like into something that feels more like aligned. You
0: know, it's just that's something actually, I'm like
2: curious about.
0: Yeah, it's really interesting that that's coming up for you with the hanged man because like he's hang he's hanging upside down, and like one of the traditional readings of this card mm. is like you're you're kind of in a situation maybe of your own making like you know like you said it can be punishment to it's like it's a, like a medieval person being pilloried or something it, it kind of uh-huh. it's not necessarily like he's in danger but it does seem like he's been hung up there by someone and yeah but like from this perspective he's kind of like accepting the karma of his past and looking at things from this new perspective of like literally upside down. So mm. this is like sort of similar to what you're saying of like trying to reframe negative things as positive things like huh, you know maybe there's maybe there's something about this card that's like accepting that you know, I guess like alchemizing the negative karma into like taking a being still in your power and taking a moment to accept the negative karma and figure out the ways that it benefits you as an incarnation. That's kind of, hmm. that, that's my feel on it.
2: Yeah. Interesting. Uh, I like that perspective. Cause I wasn't even, yeah, I wasn't even like aware of that. I'm just like, Oh, this is making me feel into this relationship that I have with the cards generally. Um, but thinking about it and looking at the looking at like the symbology of the card, that like totally makes sense. And the flipping upside down too of of like the traditional or whatever I would think of as like someone being hanged as like a death sentence where you're being hanged from the neck versus like yeah the the dude and on called- the card is being hanged from the foot. Yeah. 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 So it's kind of like a, a flipping upside down of that.
0: All All right. right.
1: The yeah. It, there's,
0: there's something about it. That's like the punishment isn't final, you know, uh, you're like, presumably he's going to be let down at some point. He doesn't, he doesn't look like he's, pan- he could probably do like a sit up and untie himself, yeah. you know, <laughs> provided his hands aren't tied behind his back. Who knows? But it doesn't seem like they are. It seems like he's kind of just chilling. Is that like, yeah, it seems very, so, very chill. About the situation, I was just listening to a Jessa Reed episode of uh AOD, and uh I guess they're all episodes of Jessa Reed. But th- this one, they were talking about the projector archetype and <laughs> how uh one of the things that you have to do as a projector, because apparently, like Lacy Free and Mark, whose last name I don't know, are both projectors.
2: Oh, the dude and, that does the the intro. The,
0: yeah, the music. Yeah. And so they were, they were sharing this perspective that, and you and I are both projectors too. We've looked into this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, They were sharing this perspective of how, like, if you're not getting a ton of invitations from people in the world, it kind of feels like lack. And, um, and it, it, there's like a scarcity mindset that sets in and you kind of feel unwanted or embarrassed or ashamed or, you know, like for me, I, I very often found myself like butting in with advice or philosophy oh. or a rant, you know, or yeah. too much talking, too much space taking up uh, yeah. without being invited. And I think yeah. that it's really interesting from your perspective, because you just got invited to be an AM. That's one of the things we were talking about at the beginning. Uh, yeah, Like I kind of, I kind of like really aggressively invited you to be my, my, my buddy on this, you know?
1: Uh-huh. Yeah.
2: Didn't uh-huh. feel very aggressive. Maybe because it was like a slow, a long, slow <laughs> process, at least from whenever we were <laughs> like, whenever we were like brainstorming, like you were brainstorming the structure of how this whole thing might look. I can mm. kind of see like, okay, I want to be a part of this, but not at that level. And then like the question <laughs> would come up again, eh, but not at that level. <laughs> and then the question would come up again. It's like, yeah. that was something I think that was for me. That was a process of like getting the invitation. It's not time yet. Like getting the invitation.
1: Yeah. Eh, it's not time yet.
2: Um, yeah. And yeah, I I definitely can relate to like, feeling like a foot in my mouth sort of sensation of being in situations where like I'm, I've not been invited. Uh, yeah. And then I'm just like, Oh, I'm way like either like out of my depth or like stepping on people's toes or like too much in this, (laughs) in this space or whatever. Um, (laughs) yeah. And yeah, it was just occurring to me. I'm, I'm wondering like how much of that is projector energy versus just like white man, you know, conditioning. Um, yeah. But yeah, the like waiting for the invitation, I don't know what it's called in human design, like the strategy or whatever. Um,
1: yeah, I think I told you I had my,
2: I had my chart read recently and there's like different, like every whatever group has a different has like, they have different strategies. Um, Mm. I feel like there's different, like each group has like several different strategies maybe, but, yeah the like whoever was reading my chart was talking about that like waiting for the invitation thing um and it's just like it just feels like so intuitively right for like any any time i've like succeeded at something or any time an opportunity's felt right it like it just like really feels like right i'm never sort of like jumping into things i'm always whenever whenever something feels like the right situation or the right opportunity it's always been something that's been an invitation or something that's like opened itself up to me or like a situation opens itself up to me and it feels right and that like internal invitation is like that's my signal to like
1: move forward with
2: it um yeah yeah well that's like it's such a backwards way it is yeah but really quick like it's just yeah it feels backwards to what we're like taught uh, about how to like be a successful person, mm-hmm. like yeah. be a go-getter, like hustle right. grind, like yeah. put yourself in situations, you know, find the third door, whatever the fuck, like get yourself into <laughs> the, yourself what into the VIP mean? section. Oh, it's like, uh, there's like three doors into every room. Uh, so there's the, like, if you think about it, like a VIP club, So there's like the front door where you like wait in line for the bouncer to let you in. There's the back door where like the actual VIPs, like famous people, athletes, whoever is getting let in the back door. Then there's the third Uh door where like, it's not an actual door, but you just like figure out a way to like skip to the front of the line or you figure out a way to like bullshit your way through the back door. <laughs> I
1: feel like <laughs> it's like very
2: fun like, or something. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like you just figure out a way to get yourself into a situation where you wouldn't have been able to get in through the front door and you definitely wouldn't have been able, We wouldn't have been allowed in the back door, but you find, yeah. uh, you find a door that didn't really exist. Um. What's coming mm. up for me is, that story, uh, I don't know when you had him on, Super Bowl Steve, like somewhere in like the 20th episode around oh, yeah. here. I've been listening through the archives yeah. recently. Um, and he tells that story of like going to the Super Bowl. Like that's a third door move of like <laughs> finding, c- finding media credentials and then like tricking someone into like letting you into a certain place, going to Kinko's and like copying their card and then like making your yeah. way in kind of sneakily into the after party. Like, that's yeah that's like that third door like trickster magic kind of yeah episode.
0: <laughs> i love that but it, it, it's so wrong for for us like as mm-hmm. we, don't you feel like i so when i it try doesn't to yeah be, it doesn't feel like accessible
2: to me or like it, not even yeah. accessible it's just like it doesn't feel like the move
0: it doesn't feel vibey it's like no, we, you know, like what, if I'm, uh, I mean, we were we were just talking about this in the AM meeting, but like the the experience of following my biorhythms when it comes to generating content, like I, mm. I've had to I've had to reschedule like three different podcast interviews uh, in the past week, I guess, maybe a little bit more than hmm. week, uh, just because like my energy dips and rises and dips and rises. yeah, And, uh, and like, if I'm just trying to like, I think this is like a generator energy or maybe a manifester energy in human design. But like, if I, I really literally have no idea about any of it, except that I'm a protector. Oh,
2: <laughs> I know, I know like infinitely more than I did a week ago, just because I got a reading. Was, yeah. there's like so yeah. much to it
0: <laughs> the, it's it's dense dude I th- and i think that yeah. like the materials to like study for it are like hundreds of dollars so it's it's a d- mm. it's a it's an endeavor to try and become yeah. fluent in the stuff and it's like
2: it feels like thousands a similar of type material. of thing i mean to the tarot or to like astrology like i know my sun sign and moon sign and rising sign and like kind of know what that means but not like the very yeah. surface level um right but yeah there's like there's there's infinite kind of like crossover and things playing off of other things. And human yeah. design feels like equally uh, in depth of like all of these different systems of like, of understanding. Did you know, uh, did types you know of people or, did, or whatever?
0: Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Did you know it's channeled? It's all like, uh-uh. it like a medium, uh, huh. like Paul Selig style, you know? Yeah like cool. just channeled this whole philosophy about like this mm. new age astrology system. Interesting. Uh, yeah. And that's where all the Whoa. material for it comes from. It's really cool. Mm. Uh, and like, kind of like, you know, it's maybe a cult kind of situation, <laughs> which like maybe, we're, maybe we're not like as allergic to that as other people. Like it, it's a little bit fun to play on the boundaries of cults, you know, for sure. Uh, yeah. But uh, but anyway that I was going to say the hanged man energy of mm-hmm. like not finding the third door, but just kind of like sitting down on the curb and waiting for the bouncer to come up to you because he likes yeah. your shoes, you yeah. like, <laughs> know, that, that feels like uh maintainable or sustainable. Whereas if I'm mm-hmm. trying to like hammer, hammer, hammer through blog article after blog article, Uh, eventually I just don't like, I, I don't create my own energy. I have to, I have to like, it's why I value our relationship so much. One of the reasons there's many reasons, but this is definitely one of them. Like I get invitations (laughs) from you all the time. It's like, you're an invitation machine. Like Jeff go off, you know, we'll we'll, (laughs) like do phone calls you know, a couple times a week where I ramble just as much as I do during the podcast or more. And you're just like, yeah, that makes perfect sense. And you give me all this like boost and energy. It's like, uh, that's, I need, I need that in my life as opposed yeah. to just like creating for a, a faceless anonymous, you know, crowd, mm-hmm. whoever, uh, mm. I don't get any energy from that because there's no invitation there, but like, right you know connecting with real people like you or people on the discord is it's totally a different experience absolutely
2: yeah yeah i wonder what the like i wonder what that invitation zone would look like as a as a content creator as someone who makes art like how Yeah. yeah like how the invitation shows up if you're my like stereotypical version of like what Mm. counts as being an artist is always someone who like draws or paints or whatever. Um, But if you're working in that medium and like the muse comes to you or you're accessing the muse on a regular basis, which is like, maybe that's an invitation, but like you're just, you're like making art and you're making art and you're making art. Like at what point is there like, what does the invitation look like to like share that with someone else or to try to like, Sell your art and like be, you know, make yeah. your living, make your livelihood through like being creative. If you're not yeah. in that, if you're not in that generator like manifester energy of like where you can just create yeah. from your own, from your own like energetic space. That's been a big question of mine lately. Is like how can I yeah. cultivate more of an artistic energy or like even like see myself as an artist, or see myself as creative. So yeah, that's a question I've been asking a lot lately.
0: Yeah, what I I think it's a super important question and like crazy relevant to me. But have you like uh, are you are you coming to any initial findings? No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so
2: <laughs> I played like what I've been thinking about a lot. What's been like coming to me? I played I played a bunch of music when I was a kid. Um, okay, and a lot of advice. Uh, I'm seeing. I have this like what feels like short-term cycle, like energetic cycle on the lifetime scale comes around every like six to 18 months of like, what am I doing with my life? What do I want to be when I grow up? You know, Mm. what's my career? What should I be doing with my time? Um, these questions are like constantly recycling. Some of the, whenever I've done like worksheets or like looking to, you know, successful people or influencers or whoever, um, like for advice on this kind of stuff is like, one of the things that I keep seeing is like, go back to whenever you were a kid, like what's something you enjoyed? Yeah. And it's like maybe not specifically doing the same type of thing, but like something related to that is like going to be easy for you to kind of latch onto and maybe explore from mm-hmm. there into like a creative pursuit or a career field or whatever. Um, so I've been thinking yeah. a lot about music lately. Um, I played a bunch of music growing up. That's like the one area that like my mind keeps coming back to. But yeah, it's a, it's a sort of, it's just, it's just a big open question right now. I'm in such a sort of building up phase um, Mm. in the last few months, kind of just like resettling and like starting to grow again. So I'm trying to be, Try yeah. to be more curious than, like, this is what I'm doing. I'm just trying to be more, like, open and curious about the whole situation. Uh, and not, like, yeah. get too grippy onto any one
0: thing. Yeah. Well, that sounds smart. That sounds, that sounds like the right move.
2: Yeah, the term, like, don't know mind keeps coming up to me whenever I'm in these conversations. Uh, and that's something my, like, first therapist was always bringing back to mm. me was like anything that's scary or anything i didn't want to approach just like bringing in some sort of like gentle curiosity to it rather oh, than like don't know needing mind. to know gotcha. the answer don't know mind yeah yeah um because there's a lot of anxiety about unknowns uh probably not yet yeah. to me <laughs> And like, when you allow, (laughs) when you like allow those unknowns to just be unknowns or to like be curious about them rather than like needing an answer, the like fear and anxiety is a lot gentler because it's like, it's okay to not know the answer. Like I have no idea. I'll like know when I'm 50, like what I would have done in my forties, you know, (laughs) I don't need to like plan for that right now. It's okay to like, to wait wait for those invitations and then like move with that. That's exactly. Kind of how I'm trying to that's how I'm trying to like approach it
0: lately. Well, that's the hangman is don't know mind. It's like you know, just relaxing and letting things uh filter into the mm. bubble in, in this like upside down perspective, like just observing uh, and and uh and not necessarily like you know, breaking down the door. I love that. Huh. You know, I was thinking uh like definitely the muse it feels like an invitation sometimes, like I'll, I'll get some sort of idea that uh, maybe, maybe I've generated it, or maybe it's an invitation from the universe to share something. Um, mm-hmm. And that is, that is an invitation, but I think that so much more often, where the essays for the Creek Masons come from is like a conversation, usually in discord. Where like, yeah, there's an invitation from someone to like explore an idea together, and then what I'll do uh-huh. is like copy the whole conversation into Chat GPT and tell it to like give me a outline <laughs> of an essay, and then I like typically don't even use that, but it's like it's a a little trick to get me over the blank page thing. Mm. Like, I'll, I'll I'll identify like one sentence from the Chat GPT response that gives me yeah. like an idea for the whole thing. And it just kind of comes cascading out. Mm. Um, But the generation of the, of the idea I think happens in uh, like some sort of communion, some sort of collaboration.
2: Yeah. That's what I was going to ask is like, it seems like a lot of your writing is like the result of conversations or like you're thinking, I see you like thinking things out. I mean, in our chats, And also like just online, I see you like thinking stuff out with people and then it's like, oh yeah, that's what I meant to do. Or that's what I like, that's what I was trying (laughs) to get at. And then you can like put that into a bunch of like cohesive thoughts and then there's an essay. It's like, does it feel like that? Like you're writing, you're, you're like writing to get to that point of like, oh, this is the thing I was trying to figure out.
0: All the time. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> I think this is like, definitely one of the things that I, I need to um, respect people's uh, desire or, or inclination to invite or not invite me. Because lots of times, <laughs> someone will just like say something at a bar or, you know, like on a long drive or whatever. And I'll be like, <laughs> I'll latch on to it like it's an opportunity to, uh, to explore you know, the entire philosophical underpinnings of mm. uh, some aspect yeah. of culture or like metaphysics or something. It's like, oh, you know, sure. it's really interesting that you said that about uh, Blink 182. You know, that reminds me of the current controversy about, and, and it just like explodes <laughs> into this like totally. mega abstract meta concept. It's <laughs> like totally yeah. um, inappropriately sized for the, uh, commitment level and energy level of the people around me. You know what I mean? Yeah.
2: yeah. Which makes it like appropriate for for like the blog form, though.
0: That makes yeah, sense. exactly. Right. <laughs> it's I, so not like, I get to
2: you the don't need to be like, got, like, what's it, what does Duncan call it? You don't need to be like ear beating people with your like
0: yes. philosophies. Like they can go read it if they want to yeah exactly and i do that a lot like on discord i'll be like you know here's a blog entry that i wrote about this topic so that you don't have to let me earbeat you you have the it's almost like a. it's almost like the link itself is a trigger warning that you're gonna end up like dealing with some like incredibly heady philosophical shit you know it's <laughs> like enter your own risk kind of thing. i gotta pee i'll be right back Welcome back. Now that you're uh now that you're an AM, you can uh create a TikTok of me leaving to pee if you want. That's
2: oh just <laughs> like a montage of it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I gotta pee, I gotta pee, I gotta pee. It's it's, <laughs> it's <laughs> being on antipsychotics is a is a wild ride, my friend. But the other thing oh, that you sure. said that I thought was like really interesting and I wanted to circle back to was like yeah. this whole like, concept of, like, social media and how to engage with it as a, a projector. Because, like, yeah, it, it's sort of a new thing, I think. This, this is what I remember hearing. It's, like, maybe in the 80s or something, the, like, projector archetype came online in our, uh, you know, astrological configuration or whatever. There weren't any projectors oh. before 1980s. Is what I've heard. And so we're still kind of like figuring out how to integrate people like us into society. And we live in a culture, particularly us in the United States where it's like how to win friends and influence people is like, everybody has to be a salesman at all times. You got to brand yourself. You need a publicist. You need to like control your image and just like, Force your content down people's throats in order to gain, you know, status in Mm -hmm. society. Or even, Mm -hmm. even if you're like not a creative person, like you gotta like sell yourself to job interviews or whatever. You know, you gotta like, you gotta sell, 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 sell. Is it's our Mm -hmm. culture. And Mm -hmm. like I've heard that like Abraham Lincoln is very famous for being a very contemplative person he was he maybe was a projector i don't know but he had like kind of a a quiet energy that brought out the opinions of others and then he kind of like weighed hmm. them and and uh developed a synthesis that was better than the sum of its parts uh which is very aspirational you know yeah um, but that mode of being which was like valued in his time it was like you know this is someone who is careful and considerate and contemplative. And, you know, that's like a, a, a cool way to be is someone we would elect president. It's not the kind of person that runs for president now. Now we're, we're electing salesmen.
1: Yeah. Like
2: how could you possibly this, like that like brings up the question of like how, to like hold space and like consider things as a consumer of content on the internet. Like, cause you like, you I don't know. You can't, you can't like put that out there. You know, <laughs> the whole, like all the followers and like users of these websites, uh, at least in the social media zone, I think that's like, i really, or really like in any, economic zone. It's all about like getting people's attention onto your product so that you can sell it to them. Um, But
1: like how to, I don't know,
2: how can we like be mindfully consuming stuff on the internet? And then like, how, like how would that even be like displayed is like what I'm wondering about. How would someone like, yeah, taking in these multiple ideas, thinking about them, chewing on them, like, what does that even look like? Is that even possible on social media? In this, like, quick creation, put yeah. stuff out there as fast as possible, like, sort of mode that it wants to be? I don't know. Well, I think
0: it's, yeah. it's, I think it's doable. I don't think that you're going to be, uh, you know, the top followed person on TikTok doing it. No. Uh, but... Which personally, I think that better, I
1: like, I'm not. It, yeah, not I'm not for that type of no. zone. But
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Well, that, I think that's like that's kind of the Creek Mason thing. Is like it's community and uh, and collaboration. Uh, and if it stays you know i when we had amos on the podcast he said that he wanted to be uh this is amos j hunt he wanted to mm-hmm. be the uh, the favorite poet of a thousand people wow ah, cool i love that like That's yeah i don't rad. i don't, yeah. <laughs> don't want to be like known to a million people i want to be like closely tied to maybe 250, you know, like it, it doesn't yeah. even need to be more people than I know the names of. It, uh-huh. Yeah. I was just thinking
2: know? about that. Um, what's it Dunbar's number Dunbar. phenomenon. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like that feels like, you know, we've expanded and expanded and expanded our reach with the internet, which is awesome. Um, and it's like, yeah, it's a really beautiful space for a lot of reasons, but, I think yeah part of this next cycle maybe is going back to like actually having intimate connections with people who you are interfacing with online, not just trying to put yourself out there to, you know, 50 million eyeballs every time you like tweet or whatever. I really, I love that idea about being like a small number of people's favorite of whatever it is you're doing. Yeah. That's like more accessible than ever with the internet, but it's definitely, yeah, it's not the like, yeah standard way that you're
1: like supposed to be
2: or that you're supposed to like, we're supposed to aspire to like more and more and more.
0: Yes, exactly. I don't know what the exact like concrete, you know, list of steps to follow is. It would be cool if we could figure it out, but there's a way (laughs) to project receptivity to like, I don't know when I, when I'm in person with someone, there's a certain way that I sit I've noticed and like maybe a little half Uh, smile thing is going on and like, not necessarily like eye gazing, you know, guru creepiness, but like, uh, uh, you know, like attentiveness, like, a an openness to like,
2: like, that's what it sounds like to me. Like, say it again. How do you project active listening? Like, how do you, yeah. I mean, it, it makes sense in a, in person, but then like, Yeah what does it look like in in this like digital like black mirror putting stuff out there kind of way um i've really like i yeah that's like i'm i want to chew on that for a while it's such a like it's such an interesting idea because there's all these yeah there's all these things we can do like i mean in any kind of interaction not even when you're in person but like there's ways to be actively listening even in like a chat like a message board format yeah um which you but in actually a, in like the social media sphere, right? Like there isn't that immediate like speaker listener receptor uh yeah. offer kind of relationship. It's like it's a very like one sided. You're either like consuming content or you're producing content. There's, there's yep. you know, there's not that yep. kind of play back and forth.
1: Yeah,
0: at least in a lot of the tools and like products and whatever we have right now. No. You're totally right. It's Discord is so superior to TikTok for this reason? Like your your style of communicating, in particular, on TikTok, where like the second I've typed something, you've got like five emoji reacts on it. You know, <laughs> it's like it's so high, so fun. And it, like that is active listening on Discord is to like yeah. be, you know, engaged. Emoji. emojis <laughs> and like yeah. you've got the reply feature so you can like nest these conversations uh-huh. and, and good stuff with that which i love um yeah figuring yeah. out how to do that in a broadcast setting is maybe impossible but uh, maybe if there's a way to do it it would be really cool because that yeah. is the difference i mean we're getting in, closer like,
2: in right? tiktok we're, we're closer with Twitter, like with tiktok than we have been with movies Sorry, go ahead. I think True. there's a little bit of a delay.
0: Yeah. No, you. Well, you are right, though. The um, like, you can reply to someone's video or to someone's com- comment on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Which, like, if you uh, if you you can like create these whole chains of replies that like yeah. you're you're having a whole you know back and forth with someone. Uh, from your comment section and TikTok tock actually rewards it with the algorithm, like a mm-hmm. video that has done well initially, if it gets a, a good comment and you reply to that comment, TikTok's tock's algorithm boosts the replied to video. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I'm explaining yeah, it. Yeah. But like, yeah, there is, there is opportunity for more back and forth in that medium than there is in others. And like, some some mediums like Twitter, it's like impossible to do anything but broadcast because ninety nine percent of the people that you're talking to are fucking bots, and yeah. it's you know it is it is really hard. But that's I mean that's like the two qualities of communication that are available digitally. It's like you've got broadcasting and you've got you know communicating, and mm-hmm. uh, and trying to figure out how to use mediums that are meant for broadcasting for communication purposes. Like if we figure that out, I think we've yeah. got, I think we've got like the, the Creek Mason community, you know, in hand, <laughs> you know, I think that would be <laughs> so cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Anyway, I do think for, we're getting I closer. Do.
2: No, you're good. Yeah. Like at least on the internet. I mean, it's funny. Like, we're talking about this and it's just occurring to me. Like we're just like as a civilization, we're like, we got so far away from like the, you know, tribal nomadic, intimate group setting of like being with people and communicating with people and having relationship. And now that we're, now we're like, we're trying to like replicate all of that with like all these digital products it's yeah, right. it's funny and terrifying like. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's really funny when you see people like launching their new crypto product that's going to create, you know, a trustless society or whatever. It's like the the reason I need this is because I'm not living in a community where I know all my neighbors, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like the reason I need Yelp is because I don't know <laughs> that, like that fucking Pancake place is gonna poison me or not? You know. Whereas exactly. if I was like, if I was just eating at JT's house, I'd be like pretty sure that guy washes his hands. You know. Yeah. Like yeah. I know you well <laughs> enough. You know that's that's like kind of the the fucked up thing about it. Yeah. You know, one last thing that I want to, I want to like, I want to just plug ourselves for doing this because you Uh and I have kind of like come up with this concept with nodes in the net Uh, and simultaneously in parallel, I think Jeff and Tiff, who we just had on the podcast from interviewing Hmm. aliens are doing a very similar thing where you have a podcast that's like, interviewing members of the community and like as people join the community they get a podcast episode and like that's their yeah. introduction like, i just i just want to plug that like anyone who's joined via substack recently and who who wants to be a node like hit me up dm me because yeah. uh Fuck yeah <laughs> i would love to i would love to talk to anyone who's got like ideas that they that they want to like introduce to the community you know totally. like it's a there's there's something about podcasting that I think is a little bit more pro-social or like pro-projector than other forms of broadcast media where like we are broadcasting this and there's an invisible audience that mm-hmm. we may or may not be considering as we talk. But like also I'm having a conversation with like one of my best friends, you know, like it's, <laughs> It, there's there's uh there's like genuine connection going on in like long yeah. form just dialogue
2: i love that about podcasts i mean that's my like mostly every podcast i listen to it's like two to four people just bullshitting because it's like it's just yeah. fun to like listen to those kind of conversations that's like yeah it makes you
1: feel like yeah, you're in the room up.
0: with yeah yeah definitely. Hmm. And so it's, it's kind of cool to have this like nodes thing where like, I just went through and added the nodes role to a bunch of people on the discord mm. right before this call, i had forgotten to do it for several many months. Uh, <laughs> so there were a bunch of people I was like, Oh, you know, this server is actually like, there's, there's a good percentage of these people who have been nodes. And, nice. uh, and I think that that kind of, I don't know, if you're out there waiting for an invitation to be on nodes, you know, this is it. This but, is
1: it. Nice, <laughs>
0: Yeah. You know? uh, but there's something that's a little bit more receptive about that than, uh, than like hammering your i like lecturing people or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But,
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: I feel like I I talked so much that I kind of like wore you out a little bit i'm sorry about that
2: (laughs) no not at all i'm just i'm trying to like i'm i'm still i have a couple open questions in my head there's something about that i don't know where i heard this recently but there's something about our brains that like don't like open loops and so they're like yeah there we like we get very preoccupied whenever there's like a conversation at least for me whenever i'm having a conversation and there's like open threads like yeah i sometimes just get trapped in like okay what were we talking about 2 minutes ago where does this connect to whatever i was thinking about just now and cuz so i have a couple of these like open questions in my mind and it feels like conversation threads but it's really just like things that i'm Wanting to explore more, like myself, mm. um, yeah, talking about this like creativity thing and talking about like how to be receptive on the internet, how mm. to be like actively receptive. This, like, yeah, I don't know, I'm, I was just kind of like mulling those questions over, uh, and maybe that's why I was being a little bit quiet too quiet for a broadcast, <laughs> probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait, oh, yeah. we're recording this right now? Oh shit. People <laughs> have to listen to this. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Well, thank There's God nobody's tasked you. you.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, feel free to skip. Yeah. Or hopefully you have already. I don't know who's still listening to this, but uh, <laughs> I like I had one question. <laughs> I had a question for you. I don't know how much time has elapsed or how much time we have. Um, but do
1: you have a couple minutes? Yeah, fire away. i like, I don't know if I've asked you this before, and I may have asked
2: you this, and I may have not. Um, when in your like writing or creative career, like when did you start considering yourself like a writer or like an artist? And how did uh, maybe that? Maybe tomorrow. I don't know. Like <laughs> develop
0: <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I'll I'll check in with how I feel in the morning. I well, I don't know. I like I I um I have like we you know you're an adeptus maker too, so we have a couple of paid subscriptions on the Substack, and you know we're kind of like we're splitting these things equally. And you're like you're you're doing your thing, you know, drawing more people in, trying to figure out how to be receptive in other, you know, mediums, other other social media platforms, and we're trying to like build the Greek mm-hmm. Mason community together. But like me personally, when I got that like first person who signed up, who I didn't know, and I still don't actually, the first person who uh, signed up on the Substack. Uh, as a like paid subscriber, I was like, Uh you know, I guess I'm a professional writer now. (laughs) You know, I (laughs) guess I'm an influencer. I like, Uh. it feels, I mean, it feels super weird to say that. And definitely there's a lot of imposter syndrome and like self doubt that goes along Mm. with it. But at the same time, I guess I've kind of accepted that like an aspect of my, personality right now of the many of the myriad multitudes that i contain is creative it's i don't i don't necessarily like to think of myself as an author or a writer although i, mm. I mean like i have sold books but like I, right, I don't necessarily think of myself as any of those things so much as just like a creative which is i, I think a word yeah. i got from you uh it's it's not so much mm. that I am like any of these vaunted kind of uh, hallowed you know uh, <laughs> expressions of what it what it means to be like a a true artist or something like that. But I yeah. I create things, so I'm creative and mm. I get paid for it. Mm. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm am yeah. I'm a professional creative in at least one corner of my
2: uh-huh. of my life. Yeah. Cool. I like that. I read this a while ago somewhere. Um, this idea that like, it's, it's like insane to think that like people, like anyone isn't a creative person. Yeah. Because like, we're all being creative in whatever way in our lives, even if you can't really like see it or recognize it, or if like, the culture doesn't consider it as a creative endeavor or it's not, you know, art in this very specific defined way, which like I have a lot of baggage around, you know? Um, but like, we're all doing things that are creative uh, all the time. And it's sometimes it's hard to like recognize that. Um, I think because there's this like specific idea about fame or fortune or like what yeah. art actually is or whatever to like, to kind of like claim that like i'm a creative person i'm an artistic person Um, right so yeah it's good to hear like it doesn't need to be it just like confirms that idea for me like it doesn't need to be this you know giant thing it doesn't need to be this like hyper specific thing either it's like we're all yeah capable of, of like of holding that and being being that way so i appreciate that
0: yes yeah, Hi. thank you. <laughs> I appreciate you. Uh, you know, it's yeah. like there's survival and reproduction and art. Those are the three things that humans do. And <laughs> okay. everything we do fits into one of those three categories. Uh, Interesting. That's, that's <laughs> uh, My buddy Side turned me on to that idea like back in high school. And I've kind of mm. ran with it. I like that a lot. Yeah,
1: I'm um, into that. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. So let's figure it out. Let's 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 do this. Let's let's create together. <laughs> I'm really fucking yeah. thrilled to have you on board as a Creek Mason adeptus maker who's gonna like fucking revolutionize the internet with me, and we're gonna have our sure. our digital commune of cultist family member delights.
2: <laughs> it's going to yeah, be awesome. Yeah, bro, let's go.
0: <laughs> for sure. <laughs> but yeah. All right, thanks for, thanks for joining me sure. on the Nodes and yeah. the Net podcast, JT. You are the best.
1: And Great I time. will talk to you offline. All right, Peace.